Good morning, America. Welcome to Monday. You know the day. It's Patriot Day at 1071 The Boss and 99.7 FM. Got a little filled up there listening to Ray Charles. I'll tell you what, forget the fact that today is the day that it is. I play that song every day. What a beautiful piece it's of music that song. is. Yeah. I, like, I got I got the goosebumps going mm-hmm. listening to Ray Charles on your radio where he belongs. That's for sure. 1071 The Boss and on 99.7 FM and your boss app. You know that. 1071thebosscom Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Big show's here. Everybody's here except for Nick who's still on his European vacation. Like the heel that he is. He's like Dudley Moore tra- traversing I, Europe. I thought I saw that he was back, but maybe he's not. <laughs> nope. Maybe I'm wrong. He's I just, gets more vacation uh, time than Johnny Carson. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. So. Yeah. Got a better agent than you do. I suppose that's yeah, I true. I guess so. We will, do our, uh, <laughs> we will do our best today to keep things as light as possible and do as much of the usual ridiculousness as we can. Obviously, there's a, a little hint of somberness in the air as there always is on this day which i don't want to say i wish there wouldn't but wouldn't be but i i don't know if anybody else feels like this but it feels like there's a funeral to go to every year this time which just makes it such a such a sad and unpleasant day so we'll you know obviously do our best to show respect but also not bring you down and get you off on a you know on that kind of a start i mean i think uh think about how great this country is that's a way to look at it today you know so we'll do our best to try and not have somber hanging over the whole day but we might have tweaked a couple of things just to show respect and to keep things appropriate joe am i saying that the right way does that make sense you know you nailed it yep all right so we'll move forward we'll move forward and try not to dwell on on the sadness of the day uh, but please know that our you know we've tipped our hats and I might even have another patriotic song or two, which, again, I think we should be playing every day because they're just great songs. Yeah, why that's, not? That's for certain. We had kind of a funny thing happen. Joe, I met a fan of yours because, of course, it's what that's what everybody always asks is they say, what is Joe Nolan really like? You know what I'm saying? Well, of course. Well, why wouldn't they? We're having dinner the other night. <laughs> <laughs> We're having dinner out the other night. Place we've been a couple of times, and we get a waiter, and it's an Italian place, and I like the place a lot. They do pizza. They do the pasta dishes. They do the uh, the squid salad. Really, really nice place, traditional stuff. And we get a waiter, and he's great. His name is, uh, I'll shout him out because he's a big fan of the radio station. His name was Desi. And he's one of these guys, hey, how you people doing? Beautiful. Welcome, welcome here. What can I get for your family when you hear him? He was just mm-hmm. fantastic. He's he everything was. you want as a waiter in an Italian restaurant. Right. And as we get toward the end of the evening, and maybe it was because we paid the bill, and Rochelle gives a credit card, and he sees the name on the credit card. He goes, I'm going to ask a question. Look, I don't mean to embarrass you, but are you Robbie and Rochelle from the radio? And of course, you know, we don't make a big fuss. I don't know. Maybe there's some people that do this to do, but we just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you? Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, I love this. She goes on to the first thing. Wait a minute. I love it when Joe Nolan gives you a hard time. What are you? Do you, you and Joe really get along? It was it was hilarious. So yeah. Thank you to uh, Feast in Old Bridge in the Old Bridge Shopping Plaza. And thank you, Desi, for a fabulous meal the other night. Yeah. Big, big, very, very awesome. nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Big, big fan of yours. And I said, no, it is absolutely true. Joe hates me. And I'm yeah, desperately right. trying to be his friend, but he just won't have it. No, so, I got a million <laughs> other things to do. That's exactly what he told him, too. What was the other thing he says? He goes, what's up with that Kermit? Yeah, he wanted I to said, know well, about that's, him. That's why we don't let him talk very much or very mm-hmm. often. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, thank you to Dr. Lombardi. Yesterday, we were out at Dr. Lombardi's uh, Plastic Surgery Center in Eatontown. We did a ticket blitz for See Here Now. Tickets to the uh, the big to-do they're doing over there in Asbury Park. Yes. Had a great time. I learned all about cool sculpting. Yes. I think Dr. Lombardi and I could be best friends. Oh, yeah. Just love him. I told him. I, I said, really Rochelle like scrolls him. her phone and watches the videos of the people that go through these body transformations. You're really into it. I think he thinks I was kidding or I was just trying to suck no, up I don't to think him. He, I, I don't think he thinks you were kidding. I, I, am, I, I am an advocate for it. I am all about it. 
and he is he is he was just a really really nice guy. I was kind of nervous to meet him because I mean he's a doctor, he's a plastic surgeon, he's yeah. a smart guy, and like oh he's just very down to earth. And and uh, Joe, he really does want to get Robbie up into that booth with you. He was he was all about that. Oh, that's so. right. He brought that up. He said, "Why it, it, Joe is the announcer for the Jets?" Right? I said, "Yeah." He said, "He's going to be at the game. I'm going to the game uh, Monday night, meaning tonight." I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, that's a late game." I said, "Yeah, that's right." He said, "I've heard you asked to go up there, and Joe won't allow it." I said, "I know, I know well, he won't allow it." All, first it's, of all, it's not, not right. me who doesn't allow it. It's not me has anything to do with it. They don't allow anybody up there. Uh huh. It's a secure area. You can't go. If you get a pass, guests can come. That's true of every venue. I think you're no. making that up. And so no, did Dr. No. Lombardi. He thought you were making it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Especially tonight. There's no way. Especially well, not tonight. tonight. Well, I don't want to no. come out. I'm not going to come out at 8 o'clock on a Monday night. But if it were a Saturday, sure. Well, the NFL doesn't play on Saturday. Well, this is what I told. This, this is what <laughs> you I make told a good everyone. Point there, don't you? I said the other reason that he's not allowed in the booth is because he knows nothing about football. And then he says, right. "Well, you know what? Joe doesn't even announce the scores. He Joe's just, a stadium announcer. Right, he's not he, calling the he game. He just lets people know that there's cracker jacks and such <laughs> served at the games." And I said, "No, that's not. Case, I know. Case in point: there are no cracker jacks at the NFL football game." Yeah, he goes. I think you're thinking of baseball, there, big fella. You're thinking of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Cracker Jacks are not big in football. <laughs> but I'm sure they sell them. I got the Cracker yeah, Jacks probably. there. I'm sure they probably. sell them. You know but what I was just... trying to say. Yeah. You know what? You should probably leave it to the professionals to talk about football. You shouldn't really probably do it. <laughs> just saying, I'd like to see the stadium. I'd like to see where you work. I'd like to support you. Well, then, while... well we could go to a game. Well, I yeah, don't want to go to the guy. I want to hang out with Joe, my friend. You can't. So see, stop. See, I, I told you that he hates this. Desi, are you listening? I told you he hates me. I try to be his friend. I try and be nice. Hates me. No, that's not true, number one. Number two is it's not me. Now, if you, as a accredited member of the media, uh-huh. wrote them and asked them for a pass from the radio station, I bet they would do that. Well, fine. Then will I be able to go in the booth with you? No, I'm going to be able to be no. in the hallway is what's going to happen. Right. And right. I'll be watching Kermit stealing sandwiches in his pants. You can't You can't come up. Well, we, we'll bring it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, he doesn't want me up there but you can get you can definitely uh you know get i'm sure you could get a press pass you just don't want to share all the glory with me you want it all for yourself oh that's that's exactly what it is yep (laughs) (laughs) well thank you dr lombardi thank you feast in oldbridge for a lovely weekend yes dr lombardi thank you buddy see you tonight man He'll be there with he his kids. He will be there tonight. Well, he's, he, I like this because I said, uh, he goes, boy, that's a late night for Nolan, isn't it? I said, yeah, probably, but he'll he'll be fine. He said, I told my kids they want to come to the game. I don't want to hear any complaining on Tuesday morning. You're going to school. Yeah, right. That's yeah, it. Right, exactly. You want to come to the game, you're going to school Tuesday mm-hmm. morning. Yeah, it is a late night. I mean, it's 8.15, so it'll be done at 11, 11.30-ish. Oof. Um, yeah. So I'll be home by I'll be home by mid, a little after midnight. And then, right. you know, We'll bring you some coffee four, tomorrow. Don't worry. Four and a half hours sleep. I'll be fine. All right. These Monday mornings keep on coming Disrupting two days of drinking Creeping up upon me like some virus on the skin Singing goodbye fun, the south will now begin I'll hit the snooze and wait an hour or two Cause sleep is all I
weekend, the number one movie, The Nun Part 2. Well, there's horror movies, Ugh. but Equalizer 3, our friend Denzel Washington, hanging in for second place. He was last weekend's big number one for Labor Day weekend. We went to see that movie. Yes. Very good. A lot of fun. You know, a good action movie. It's What do you need? You got Denzel, one of the great actors, beating mm-hmm. up the bad guys. That's what you need, right? So it's a lot of fun. And we see the movie. And, you know, we have snacks for water, popcorn at the movie. And after the movie, we have a couple errands to do. I need to go and uh, pick some stuff up at the Ocean State Job Lot. Love stopping by the Ocean State Job Lot. And I'll tell you why. Because it's off-brand stuff at a buck a piece. Fantastic. Love me. <laughs> the OSJL, okay? Yeah. You really do. But getting out of the movies, I got to go. And Rochelle's got to go. And, of course, it's Saturday afternoon, Saturday early evening. So there's all kinds of people and a lot of punk teenagers and all that business. So I said, let's just... We'll go somewhere and then we'll go to the store because mm-hmm. we both have to go and it's too far from home. You ever been in the situation where you got to stop and go somewhere? You're on the road. You're just too far from home. You're not going to make it, but you don't know where you're going to go. Now, I know. I know. We should have just waited our turn and gone to the movie theater. We didn't do that. So in the, <laughs> around the corner, plaza over from the Ocean State job lot, there's a furniture store. And I will go ahead and tell you it was not Ashley because there's a reason we love our buddy Mike over at the Freehold Store Ashley because they don't pressure you when you walk in the store. They don't, you know... They're not vultures coming right, trying to right. make a deal like no. some of these uh, salespeople are. But we go into this <laughs> national furniture store, and I'm not going to say who it was, but it was Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're walking. I said, they must have a bathroom, and there's going to be nobody in there at 5 o'clock on a Saturday. Let's just go in there, and we'll do that, and that's fine. And you know what? Maybe we could take a look at a lamp. We could probably use a lamp. Not yeah, gonna, yeah. Probably not going to buy one, but we'll we'll go off we'll under the... at it. Right. We'll pretend we're looking for a lamp. Yes. So we're going to the store, and right off the bat, there's a guy right up front. He's like, hey, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? You lo- what are you looking for today? You looking for bedding? You looking for a couch? You looking for a lamp? You looking for some walling cord? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And right away, I just can't stand this. You know who he looked like? He looked like... uh the hell was the name of that guy? He used to be governor of New York. Not Cuomo, the guy before him. Looked just like him. Had the same haircut and kind of looked like... Mm. So right off the bat, I don't like him because he reminds okay. me of a politician, okay? So Rochelle says, we'll make a loop. I'll talk to the guy. I'll tell him what she says. Well, we're looking for pillows. And I go, gee, I'm going to use your bathroom. And I make a loop and I use the bathroom and I come around and then I find Rochelle and Rochelle's walking. She's like, I'm going in. Make another loop. So I make yes. another loop and I see these guys and it's like trying to play, you know, like you're in the jungle. If, yeah, it really was. <laughs> or you're playing laser tag trying to avoid the other people. Mm-hmm. So I make a loop around and then I find Rochelle. And of course, we're trying to make our way out and they make it so difficult to find your way out of the store. We're like, oh my God, they're going to find us. And you see, oh, this guy's with other customers. We're okay. And we finally made a loop and made it to the door around him because I I saw this guy coming back out of the corner of my eye. He almost nailed us again before we safely made it out of the store. Well, that's what they do is they sit at the front door and wait for people to come in. So you have to be really careful when you're going out because I feel like they alert the others. Your, your man's walking out. You better catch him. You better catch him. And so you, you do. You got to make beeline. Rochelle and I had uh, code words, hand signals. Like, yes. Go. Charlie, bravo. One, two, three. Move, 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 move. And luckily, it was just fine. And we safely made it out of the furniture store. Yes. And over to the Ocean State job lot. We did. Where it was nothing but off-brand toothpaste, baby. We're just fantastic. Joe, you ever been to the Ocean State job lot? Oh, it's nice. Yeah? Big fan. Hmm. Get some jelly for $2. Oh, cool. Rochelle got herself a little pill case like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that you was my... need those. I, you know what? I've been... I like to take vitamins, and I'm really weird about the ones I take. I don't like to take a multivitamin. I'm really particular about what I take. So every morning I'm taking them, I'm opening 25 different vitamin packets. Yeah. I'm like, I need a pill box. <laughs> because it's a pain in the butt to go through every morning to open every single one. Excuse me, do you sell those little pill boxes? Oh, hello. So filling up this pill box after I bought it. I'm like, what? when did this happen to me? I don't know. Love Oak State Job. I, I love my pill box. I'm very, very well, pleased with my purchase. <laughs>
What a fine store. <laughs> also, I'd highly recommend that uh, Equalizer 3. Great movie. You guys would like it. It's okay. A, it's a little gory. And, yeah. Um, it was good, but it was a little gory. I feel like we need to take a uh, moment here. I know there were some doing uh, moments of silence. The uh, ceremonies are about to take place. Uh, as you might remember, we're coming down to the uh, the minute, the exact minute, 22 years ago, the unfortunate events of uh, September the 11th. So I mentioned at the top of the show, I never know how to handle these things because I just, I'm not good at these kind of, you know, showing emotion. You know, I just, I, I don't know how to handle it other than I thought we should stop and play our uh, our national anthem. I used to play a clip of, Joe, you and I were both on the air that day and I, I don't want to relive that again. I don't no, know that you I do wasn't. Either. Oh, you I weren't on, on the air. Day. I was down in North Carolina. I didn't I realize you were on vacation. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was away. I was on the air that day, and I've saved the tape, and I've heard it, and I just don't want to go back and do all of that again. But out of respect for our men and women, uh, and of course our families at Silvermane, I thought we would take a minute here and pause for a national anthem. Boy, how about that? I'll tell you what, people talk about White Christmas, only Bing Crosby could sing it. It's our national anthem, but I can't hear anybody else sing it because she just blows me away every time. Our national anthem on this this day of remembrance. And you know what? Maybe you one of those people goes on Facebook and starts starting stuff. Cut it out. You remember what it was? Remember what it was like after nine eleven? That was maybe one of the good things. The only good thing that came out of it is everybody put a flag in front of their house, and it wasn't uh, yep. for a minute there. It didn't feel like everybody hates each other just because you disagree about some stupid issue. So you know, mm-hmm. maybe remember that today. You know, if you're lucky enough not to be directly affected, that's a way you can remember those lives lost for this country is to not be a jerk today and care about your fellow person. So. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, it was uh, that. That was uh, I remember watching that live uh, when she sang that back in. It was before, way before nine eleven. It was when yeah. the first Gulf War, right? And um, at a football and, game, I think, right? Yeah, it was at the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. right? It was right. a football game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the New York Giants win it, and they won. And um, and uh, unlike yesterday. But it was, uh, it was, uh, I, I remember standing in, I don't even remember what house we were in, but I remember just crying. Yeah. I mean, that was just the, the most powerful national anthem I ever saw in my life. The woman just had an, a, seen a, a lot an insane of amount of talent, insane mm-hmm. amount of talent. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a huge Whitney Houston fan. It's just heartbreaking what happened to her, but because just what a talent. Unbelievable, you know? But, yeah. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, that song became a hit again, as I recall, after, uh, after 9-11 happened. And God bless the USA, and a lot of those patriotic songs became uh, hits yeah. again. You know, it was all of it was in sync and Britney, and then all of a sudden it's uh, you know it's God bless the USA. So again, maybe one of the good things is that kids had never heard those songs before they did hear them. So yeah, yeah. All right, listen to this. Let me lighten up the mood a little bit here. Can I do that? Can I lighten up the mood? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This day of two thousand two, Nick Nolte, the infamous <laughs> mugshot, seemed around the world. It was this day, two thousand two. You remember he was arrested on suspicion of drunk driving. You remember that picture? His hair is looked like he had snakes coming out yeah. of his head. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, inspired millions, if not billions, of memes and gifts over mm-hmm. the years. Thank you, Nick Nolte, for the mugshot heard around the world. <laughs> Apparently, I do a Nick Nolte impression. Who knew? <laughs> who, yeah, who, knew? <laughs> who knew? So maybe that Still made you chuckle know. today. Thank you, Nick Nolte, for your mugshot, giving us all a little levity in this crazy world. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nick Nolte. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, he does sound a little bit like that, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, okay, fine. I'm curious. What happened to that guy in the envelope on Monday morning? 
Well, we haven't done it for a couple of weeks because there were vacations and holidays. And then today with 9-11, I just felt like it was not appropriate. And so we're going to do it tomorrow, do a special Tuesday edition. All right, that makes sense. But I kind of figured 9 11, but I didn't want to ask because that's one of my favorite features. Love you guys. Great well, we love you back. Yeah, tomorrow morning at 7 10, we'll do it, okay? All right, thank you. Thanks for calling. I'm probably overthinking it, and I have missed doing it because it's a lot of fun. But I know. I miss it, too. I just, I, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. be. Again, we didn't want to. Uh, we said this at the top. We didn't want to dwell on the uh, kind of the, the somber feeling that everybody has today, yeah. at least in part of yourself. Sure. But I don't know. I just thought we'd move it to tomorrow. And let me tell yeah. you, in just a moment here, I've got a real, real hard <laughs> <laughs> backwards oldie. Okay. We usually do the backwards oldie on Tuesday, but we flipped them today because, yeah. well, for the reason I just said, yes. but this yeah. is this is really hard. Kermit uh, is not here today, but did leave this behind, and I think it's ridiculous, but <laughs> we'll give it a shot in a second here. <laughs> I got to address, uh, speaking of a listener, listener questions, I got to address a complaint that I got the other day, because I make uh, regular jokes every time we talk about, well, first of all, I, I screwed up uh, Lederhosen. Lederhosen is the the traditional German getup that they wear when they uh, they play the music to back whatever they at the Oktoberfest you know what I'm saying oh yeah oh, leader leader yes. yeah I screwed it up Lederhosen you those, said Lederhosen and you said you like to eat Lederhosen yeah what I was what? thinking of was Wiener Schnitzel Wiener and Schnitzel. for some reason uh, Lederhosen came out in the food file the other day yes and then we we did the replay the instant replay of it on the, the Saturday Best of show and people people seem very upset maybe more people were paying attention on Saturday because I got a bunch of complaints about this so you're right I'm sorry I screwed that up I meant to say Wiener Schnitzel and I said Lederhosen because I was just thinking of they're you know, very upset with you. A couple of words that I know from Oktoberfest, but also I routinely make jokes that every German talks like a Nazi. And the joke is that it's it's like the Indiana Jones movie where the villain is always a, a German Nazi, you know, because they started a world war twice with the rest of the world. <laughs> but apparently, some people were offended that I made a joke. It's Indiana Jones was just out again this summer. They had Nazis just a bad guys. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're very, very upset. And maybe even more upset that I didn't know the difference between Lederhosen and Wiener Schnitzel. Well, I do know the difference. It was a slip of the tongue. We're yes. on the air for 40 hours a week, okay? It's bound to happen sometimes. Yes. I'm only human, believe it or not. What I found very funny is we have a lot of slip of the tongues, and that was the one for whatever <laughs> reason that was very upsetting to quite well, a few people. I mean, considering considering all we do, all the tongue wagon we do, it's probably not that many mistakes. Probably remarkable that we don't make more yeah, mistakes. Yeah, probably you know? not. You're right. You're maybe, probably right. Maybe. Just want to point out again, the Germans did start a world war twice. Okay. So, uh, well, I know, think, again, I don't know you're endearing yourself to them right now. The, well, the, the right. German Americans are mean, here now by <laughs> pointing that out. Yeah, listen, Joe, it's a joke. It's a cheap joke because, I don't know, it's a cheap joke. People need to lighten up. It's a joke. Have you heard the program uh, before? I don't know about that, but anyway, go ahead. You really you, that that's a it's too far. I've gone too far. Yeah, I think one? that's a hair too far. Yes. Well, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think, okay, fine. I think they all talk like Can we this. Own? Slap you in the face with my leather glove. Of course they do, and they make fun of us. They say we all talk like this. Yeah, there you are. And a lot of so, us do. And a lot of us do. So what do you think of that, huh? I'm here to see the Barbie and the big ball. That's right. There's a uh, expose in Rolling Stone. Brutal article published about Jimmy Fallon having uh, erratic behavior at the Tonight Show. Uh oh. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which is a toxic workplace. Really caused by a drinking problem that he's hiding from the Jimmy? public. This is what they're accusing in this uh, expose magazine at Rolling Stone. I don't even want to get into it, but there was another piece in Slate saying that uh, Martin Short is is not funny and is a poser, and so there's some of our beloved comedians being attacked over the last couple of days here. But I don't know Martin Short. I've never interviewed Martin Short. Um, matter of fact, he's coming to the Basie in a couple of weeks here, so he may well be on the show, and I'll give you an opinion, an honest opinion, but we have done, this show has worked with Jimmy and his people before. If you remember when Bruce um, 
released that new album a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Jimmy worked out a thing and he came on and he had us go to the Tonight Show and his people treated us like red carpet. It was fantastic. And, and so I had nothing but a wonderful experience with Jimmy and his staff. Yeah. And, and you would think that the staff would be, you know, holo, but not at all. They were no. all happy to be there. So, I mean, I don't know, uh, you know who told what, but supposedly these are former employees saying that Jimmy is... Uh-huh. Toxic workplace. and, and Former I, employees. Right. And I have to imagine, well, do I think he had a bad day where he probably said, oh my God, why didn't you do this right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. Maybe mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've done that. I think, you know, it's not the best behavior, but I just find it hard to believe the, after having the experience I had with him that Jimmy could be anything but a sweet guy. So I, I went on Twitter and, uh, or X or whatever it's called and uh, defended him. And I oh, wanted you to, did. Yeah, I wanted to say it here because, again, I, people are entitled to say what they want about having worked for the guy. But I found him to be a wonderful guy. And, again, more importantly, his staff, really, really nice people, really uh, professional people. Mm. So I find it hard to believe that Tonight Show is a toxic environment. But I want to know how many people truly have kind words for their past employer. Right. Right. Good I mean, question. honestly, what, whether you left on your own accord or you were fired or like how many people are like, you know what? They were just the kindest person <laughs> ever. I mean, you obviously you left for a reason, whether yeah. it be money or a better opportunity or whatever it is. But how many people can say that their their past employer, their past boss was just the kind? I'm sure there are some, some people, but. <laughs> I'll say something else here. And I listen, I understand. If you need help, go get yourself help. But there, uh, well, there are absolutely. people saying, Jimmy made me see. He was so mean to me that, I, that I, I fell into a spiral of depression and I couldn't really? get out of bed. That's, I mean, if you got to really? deal with something, listen, I, I, I go to therapy. I've, I've dealt with depression. I understand all of that. I do. But on the other hand, it's just your boss. You know, you're going to let your boss ruin your whole life. You know, so it's not not his fault. That's interesting. Is there more than one person that has said that? Is it, is it like a whole group of part people? Of, that's part of what the attack is about here is that he created such a hostile environment that these people are suffering from mental illness after having dealt with Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Again, I mean, that's that seems like there's more to the story than just that. You got your own problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought Jimmy deserved somebody. Because hmm. everybody, of course, it comes out, oh, well, now he's canceled. He's a terrible person. Not right. He seems like a nice guy. Interesting. Personal interaction with him. Interesting. Wonderful guy. Yeah, so I just yeah. kind of kind of upset me a little bit. So Okay. I would defend him. Well, we're looking at the uh, complaints. I only got one, but I did get a note the other day. We had somebody, uh, Rosia, who said she was very upset that we had on Michael Frances, who is an admitted former member of the mafia of organized crime. Said mm. You're glorifying organized crime, and it gives a bad name to... Well, he doesn't, though. No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, no, he, he spent quite a bit of time in the interview talking about how he wouldn't recommend the life for anybody. Right. And that's why he got that's out. Why he because got out. It ruined his family's yeah. life, and he regrets the whole deal. Uh, but he's doing a show talking about his experiences, because it really isn't... A, a, not not very few people have lived such a life. Right. And, of course, it is glamorized by Hollywood and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be at Caesars on September 23rd. We have, we're going to do a Zoom with him. Yes. And, and actually, I'll ask him a little about that again, about, you know, you don't glorify the life. Uh, and we'll get that posted on our Facebook page. Yes. So, but Rosa was concerned about that because since I had to complain about making fun of Nazis, I thought I'd mention, <laughs> mention we also had to complain about that. On the other hand, I did get a, a book here in the mail from uh, New Jersey's own Peter DeVicchio. He's written a book called uh, The Mafia Made Easy, The Culture of La Cosa Nostra. Oh. So published uh, by Peter, who was born in Brooklyn, but has lived here in Jersey for the majority of his life and talks about uh, what it was like growing up Wait, there. he so. actually wrote that book? Yeah, wrote That's the book. Yeah, he's one of our listeners and wrote the book. He said, I heard you talking to wow. the guy and... If you're interested, I'd send you the book. I said, sure, I'd be happy to. So I wanted to thank him for yeah, taking the time to put that in the nice. mail for me. Thank you, uh, Peter Del Vecchio. Appreciate that uh, in the mail this morning. That's very nice. All right, this is very difficult. Time now for the backwards oldie of the day. It's a classic song, an oldie, a moldy, goldie, oldie, back of the rack track in reverse. 
You'll need to identify it to win your $100 gift card dinner out on us to Chef Mike's ABG mm, in so Seaside good. Park. We love Chef so Mike. So good. He will give you a fine, high-class di- d- dining experience mm-hmm. in a, a million-dollar view, as he likes to say. Yes. Right there from Seaside Park. Now, I'm going to tell you just to start, because this is so hard. Kermit came up with this, left it behind. He is not here today to defend himself, but mm-hmm. he left us, uh, came up with this to, for us to use this morning. I'll tell you, the song is not quite as old as usual. It's from 1982. Oh, okay. You're giving the year. Legendary artist who had hits starting in the 60s right through the 80s. Okay. An artist who is still alive today. Okay. Uh, an artist known for keyboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keyboard? I, yeah, known for keyboard. Uh, and an artist from your hometown. My hometown. That's all I'm going to say for now. Here it is, the backwards oldie of the day. Now, this is a guy had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hits. Not his biggest hit, which is why I think this is ridiculously hard. 732-774-4444. Really tough, right? Backwards oldie of the day. First correct caller, tell me what that is. Wins the $100 gift card for dinner on us at Chef Mike's ABG. Backwards oldie. One more time. Let's go ahead and uh, grab line number one. Good morning. It's the boss. Hey, good morning. This is Keith. Uh, it's Stevie Wonder. I'm going to guess Ribbons in the Sky, maybe. I uh, will tell you it is Stevie Wonder, but it is not Ribbons in the Sky. Good, good guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> I All right. Down. I All was right. like, I know it's Stevie. So listen, I, I felt like we had to do that or we'd be here for a millennia. So we've narrowed it down. It is Stevie Wonder, but the trick is he's got so many songs. Which one is it? You're backwards, oldie, in reverse. I've already told you the year was 1982. I want you to win, okay? Because I think this is stupid tough. I do this for a living, and I'm not sure I would have gotten at if I didn't have the piece of paper tells me what it is. 732-774-4444. You're going to have to dig deep into your knowledge of Stevie Wonder because it's not one of his biggest hits, but it's a hit. It's a top 40 hit, no doubt about it. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. Meantime, let's try this. Time for hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920, we hear from moms. Hopefully made it successfully through back to school week last week. Sometimes we even hear from grandmoms and dads, and we share them just like this. Amy Colleen said, parenting pro tip, do not read the email from the school. Save your energy for the follow-up with a correction that they'll send you in a few minutes. They send too many. Uh, you know, we were talking about bosses earlier. They send too many messages to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, a, they're like a boss sending out memos all the time. Well, here's the thing. Between now Lola's in the middle school and then Grayson's in the elementary school, right. I've got both the schools coming at me with their different memos and the the PTO and the this is happening this week and that week. So yes, like, there's a bake sale. We turn the lights on in the bathroom. <laughs> It's like, you don't need to send a message for everything. Is the kid okay? Is he learning? Fine. <laughs> Amber Sparks said, my child is crying because his Pokemon is too weak. <laughs> and one thing that no one ever tells you about parenting is how hard it is not to laugh at your children. If you have a kid or a grandkid under the age of 12, you know what it's like. When they start to cry, and you're like, what the hell is wrong? It's like, my Pokemon is weak. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> At Yoga and Cookie Dough said, I patiently sat through a 75-hour story about my daughter's <laughs> dream. And then I said, wow, daddy would love to hear this. Hashtag <laughs> mom. Sometimes dad. Every morning, 729, 27, and you might hear yours right here. Man, that's tough. All right, we've we've narrowed it down. It's an early 80s song, so it's not as old as some of our backwards oldies. We know it's Stevie Wonder. 732-774-4444. Good morning, it's Boss. 
Hello? Hello? Going once, going twice? All right, line two. Hi, it's a boss. Hi, is it do I do? Is it do I do? No. Good guess, ah. Good guess, though. That's what I thought it was. Hi, it's a boss. Hi, yes. Is it do I do? Nope, nope. That's an excellent guess. You're right there, but that's not the one. I will give you an additional clue and tell you this Stevie Wonder song was later sampled by Shaggy. Remember Shaggy? Yeah. The voice of uh, Sebastian in the Little Mermaid movie Disney <laughs> just put out. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Good morning. Want to take Is a guess? it Ribbon in the Sky? Ribbon in the Sky has already been guessed. Great one, but not the one. Hi, it's the boss. Yes, if you can feel it all over by Stevie Wonder. Excellent guess, but that's not the one. I know, this is tough. This is tough. 1982, Stevie Wonder song, top 40 hit. You want to hear it one more time? Maybe yeah. it'll... A lot of his songs do have a similar vibe. Sampled by Shaggy in the 90s, if that helps you at all. They used the same title for the Shaggy song. 732-774-4444. Plan for a Chef Mike's gift card. Good morning, it's the boss. Good morning. Is it, isn't she beautiful? Nope. Nope. 1982. Nope, that's not it either. Rochelle's holding up cards with answers. That's not it. Because Kermit doesn't tell her. Hi, I'm it's the boss. Hello? That girl. Is it That Girl by Stevie yeah. Wonder? Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Oh. That Girl. Oh, Man, that was ridiculously that hard was this morning. Hard. Good, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. What's your name? Joe. Joe, you got a $100 gift card to Chef Mike's ABG, one of the best restaurants in Ocean County, no doubt about it, right there in Seaside Park. Hope you'll enjoy a nice night out, okay? Awesome. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. That Girl by Stevie Wonder. Your back so result of the hard. day. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was Googling and I still didn't get it. <laughs> that was so hard. Well, I'm glad we got a winner there. We'll do Dead Guy in the Envelope back at its normal time next week, but we'll do it tomorrow, uh, Tuesday at uh, 710. Fast Five Birthdays coming up. Time now for your Monday Horrible Scopes. Good morning, Uncle Ross. Aries, you're in great shape to discover new ideas or methods for work, business, and money this week. Ooh. If you feel out of sorts, the adjustments you make to feel more comfortable can lead to bigger and better things. Keep your options open. Big, big, big. Taurus, consider whether you might be taking something too personally today. Face and tackle those doubting demons and you can get a lot done and come into better touch with your feelings about someone or a particular project simultaneously. Mm. Gemini, the moon spends the day in your communication sector, but as long as you use your imagination for productive daydreaming instead of letting it steer you off course, you'll be just fine. In fact, you may discover what's been holding you back from learning and growing. Cancer, the moon is in your resources sector today, encouraging you to pause and enjoy what you have. Connections with friends can be enlightening, even if sometimes awkward or uncomfortable matter emerges. Always. Leo, this week you're coming up with new ideas and methods for work or financial matters, and as a result, you might feel you're genuinely moving ahead. Today, take time and do battle with some doubts or guilt if you've been ignoring specific tasks or procrastinating. Yeah. Virgo, today's sun Chiron influence has a way of pulling up guilt or unprocessed frustrations and feelings. Allowing yourself to break the routine and be a little more adventurous can help you overcome some of your fears or doubts and it could balance your life in critical ways. Libra, you may face some insecurities or fears today, but it leaves you more open to opportunities as they arise later this week. It's not easy to get in touch with what you want if you can't hear yourself think. Scorpio, there's times when it pays not to 
to make waves, and today could be one of them. I see. Pushing matters may only delay him further. Clearing the decks for sharper thinking puts you in a prime position to take advantage of opportunities later in the week. Mm. Sagittarius, the moon spends the day in your spirit sector, and while your love life may be a concern for you today, don't let doubts or social ups and downs interfere with professional opportunities, which are very real for you in the week ahead. Capricorn, you're taking your deeper emotions more seriously today and less inclined to let people know how you genuinely feel. But avoid giving in to feelings of doubt or sudden shyness as they can prevent you from exploring and expressing your creative side. Aquarius, the moon spends the day in your partnership sector and your relationship focus. Get out of it. Resolve to address your fears with self-honesty. And finally, Pisces, maintaining order is in focus with the moon in your solar sixth house today and tomorrow. A sun chiron also influencing the day can prompt a clearing of the air or the need for some self-honesty related to financial matters or issues of respect in a relationship. And that's your horrible scopes. The heck is a sun chiron? All right. Thank you, Ross. His wallet's fat Gonna go to Vegas Flash lots of cash Braden You're a quarterback We'd like to see you Suit up in silver and black If he were to come back He would make enough to buy the whole football team. All right, here we go. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. Reminder, you can always stay in touch with us. What did we post over the weekend? We had something up there. Oh, it's a picture, uh, speaking of restaurants, of our uh, our new friend Desi and the crew over oh, there at yeah, Feast yeah, yeah. in Old Bridge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's up there, the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning uh, Facebook page, Instagram. We're on the TikTok. We haven't been copied. No one's copied us in the past couple of days, right? We have those clones I of don't bots think that so. steal our pictures. But that one is still up, but they oh, really? haven't posted anything new. No, we threaten them with legal action. I bet you that's why. I hope so. At Robbie and Rochelle Radio, at 1071 The Boss on all the socials. We are wherever you get podcasts or easy to just listen right through 1071theboss.com or the Boss app. It's all right there. All right, we start at number five and count down today. Number five, we are the leader in global bear reporting news. It's <laughs> almost sounds like to start to a joke. A bear walks into a party. Yeah. But this is true. A bear uh, wandered into an outdoor party. <laughs> okay. This happened out in the Poconos. Guy running a party is a guy named Mike. He's been identified as Mike, and he decides he would just walk the bear right back out. Oh, hello, bear. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, this is not the house. You want to let me walk you right back out yeah, into the sure, woods? Sure. I'll make sure you get safely back into the woods. Here you are. Mike at his party. Yep, the bear swipes at him and <gasps> scrapes some skin right off his ribs. Luckily, he's going to be okay, but he's got quite a good gash in his rib cage walking the bear out of the party. By the way, th- do those guests not seem quite as horrified as they should be? I feel like you would be <laughs> screaming at the top of your lungs. You're at a barbecue in the backyard, and a bear shows up. And this yeah, guy stand- yeah. My guess is there was some alcohol involved, Probably. even though they admitted that. He, he, Mr. Courage gets up and walks the bear I'll out. Ta- I'll take the bear out. It's fine. The bear's like, I don't want to go. Swipes him and takes skin right off the side of his chest, off his rib cage. Holy crap! 
Should have led with a hot dog or a, a rib or something. You know, <laughs> hamburger. Go get it. Little something. Yeah. I mean, don't you have a dog or a cat? You throw food, they run after it. Right. The bear's going to be the same. Just hungry. That's, that's just looking always, for food. Right. That's Maybe rummage through your trash a little bit, check out your bills. That's all bears are looking to do. This guy gets himself mauled. But then his friends, that's the part that concerns me. His friends are like, whoa, wow. Mike just got attacked by a bear. Mike, <laughs> what are you doing? Everybody's chewing on gummies at that party or something. <laughs> A little strange. Number four, <laughs> we mentioned last week that the Osbournes are back. They're doing it as a video and audio podcast, not yes. as a television show per se. But Sharon and Kelly are out promoting this on E! News. And Sharon got asked, who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? Oh, okay. I'll go ahead and play the audio here and you be the judge. Sharon Osborne on E! The guy gets married to an actress, and he used to do that 70s show. Oh, Ashton Kutcher? Yes. Ashton Kutcher. Oh, rude, rude, rude. Whoa. Rude little boy. Rude. Really? Yes. Dastardly little thing. Okay. You've both had public feuds over the years. Is there anyone you'd like to apologize to? Yeah, but I have apologized to him before. And it's Justin Bieber. So there you go. Bieber and Ashton Kutcher, Sharon Osbourne says, are the Interesting. two. Interesting. She called him a dastardly, nasty little boy, dastardly. Ashton Kutcher. What the hell was going on at that 70s show? You heard the week, uh, the oh, news last week about yeah. Danny Masterson. He's going away for 30 years for sexual assault. And we, we, I mean, Sharon, I trust her judgment. She says Ashton Kutcher's a jerk. What was going on at that 70s show? I think I, I, I can't know. watch that show. It's like Cosby. I can't. I used I to know. like it. I can't watch it now. No. That's mm-hmm. horrible. I'd be curious for her to weigh in, as I did a few moments ago about Jimmy Fallon. Because, again, I find Fallon to be just such a sweet, loving, Mm -hmm. kind of Mm happy-go-lucky, I-can't-believe-show-business-happened-to-me kind of kid. Again, the way that you're going to treat a celebrity or a guest to your right. show is probably going to be different than the way you treat your employees or a past employees. So, so you think, think that's it? Do you think know. Jimmy was just nice to us and his I people were nice to us because we're all media people? Is I that what it know. is? I, I mean, know. we're not, you know, it's not like we're... The head of NBC or something. He no, didn't have to go out no. of his way, and he did for us. He did. So I, he did. I take that to mean the guy's got some character, but yeah. I'd be curious what Sharon Osbourne thinks because she don't she don't play, she don't front as they say. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> she don't front. That's right. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne, she don't front. She don't front. She'll tell you if you're a dastardly nasty little kid. Dastardly. Number three. Here's a score on Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, can I just mention something else? I think Kelly Osborne needs to stay the host of. I love Jamie Foxx, yeah. but she needs to stay the co-host of that. She's great. That Beach Shazam game yeah, show. She's really good. She's really. Mm-hmm. She does a nice job on that show. She does. I like her too. And the other girl's fine, but they need her to stay on the show. No, I like her because she's. She obviously knows music. She's part of the music scene, and yeah. so she seems more relevant as the DJ on that show. I'm with you. I agree with you. And in spite of myself, because he has all the makings of someone I would hate, I really like Nick Cannon as yeah. well. He's I mean, funny. He's, he seems he like a like a sleaze with his 15 kids but on the other hand he he's does. a he's a very entertaining MC. Yes, and he does make fun of himself which is quite which funny. makes you like him even which more. Is quite funny. So again, he has all the makings of the kind of celebrity <laughs> I would hate but I find myself liking Nick Cannon in spite of myself. It's a very strange thing. Yes. I like that Beach Shazam game show. Number 3 <laughs> <laughs> helps me prepare the backwards oldies. Yes. Number 3 he said scoring rotten tomatoes can make or break a movie of course, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So apparently there's uh, reports dropping that some PR firms will actually pay reviewers to go on there and give it a positive review to jack up the Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh. They specifically uh, mentioned a movie uh, in this investigation, 2018's Ophelia, which starts Daisy Ridley. She was from Star Wars. Okay. But apparently this has gone on and they've paid uh, people up to 500 bucks to give movies positive reviews and they believe really? some movies, they haven't named them all, but Ophelia was the one that spurred this uh, investigation into the business practice of how the Rotten Tomatoes website works. 62% by more than half for some of the movies. We're all paid reviews.
Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that kind of wild? That is wild. This is why you just got to go see it yourself and make your own decision. Does that mean you can't believe everything you read on the internet? Wait. Wait. What? 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 Sharon Osbourne, what do you think of that? Dastardly. Dastardly. Bonus story for you. Emily Ratajkowski. Now, she went out with uh, Tom Brady not that long ago, right? I think... Wasn't, so? that, wasn't that his rebounder Maybe. after uh, after the Giselle Bündchen breakup? Emily said in a TikTok post on her page, she thinks it's chic and cool to be divorced in your 30s. She it's says because chic and cool to yep. be, okay. And she says the reason is because you still look hot. You're not too old yet. Mm-hmm. And you got a little bit of your own money. So you still got your whole life ahead of you. She's 32 and separated. Mm-hmm. It's cool and chic to be divorced in your 30s. Very chic. What do you think? We should ask Joe. He's been divorced 17 times, so. <laughs> I don't think you, no. I don't, I don't think you shouldn't ever get married for the, with the idea that you're going to get divorced. Like that's well, I don't just, know that that's what she's saying. I think she's trying to say if it has happened to you, it's fine. It's great, as a matter of fact. As long and, as it happens while you're in your 30s. Yeah, no, listen, if it happens to you in your 50s, you're screwed. You're never finding love again. You're old I mean, and saggy. that's a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> yeah, that's I, a ridiculous thing to say. Well, sure. It's easy for her to say as a little model, right? I... Also, she's 32, so I'm not sure what she's... This is like the people who say, oh, it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day, it ruins everything. That's a a ridiculous statement to make. Joe, do you think it's chic to be divorced in your 30s? No. That happened to you in your 30s, didn't it? Uh, yeah, no. All right. So he's a little bit older. But it worked out for him just fine. He's now happy and and with his his perfect person. He found his soulmate, Mm -hmm. so, see? Mm. Emily Ratajkowski doesn't know what she's talking about. Just amazing. No, she doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) It's chic and cool to be divorced in your 30s. Who says something like that? Captain Rich says, hey, take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Because he also is someone who, you know, went through some stuff and now he's found his soulmate. So, you know, I think that's a stupid statement. Have we not all been through stuff? Everybody's been through stuff. I'd have a bank account if it weren't for my exes. Exactly. I didn't even go through with the first one. (laughs) Number two, second. right? Or number two, shut up. Number two, <laughs> Pamela oh, Anderson no. <laughs> says she's going to sell all of her old clothes, including her famous red Baywatch swimsuit. Hmm. She didn't uh, divulge uh, where the auction will be happening, but she says uh, she'll post information on her website soon. So if you're a Pamela Anderson fan and you'd like to own her swimsuit, man, that sounds like a serial killer situation, doesn't it? Hey Pam, I bought your bathing suit. It's gross. That seems like remember. Some- what? Oh, sorry, oh yeah. go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Remember when Baywatch was out and everybody was like, oh, my God, these girls. Well, I, look at the bathing suits. I can't believe they're wearing them. It's like nothing now. Yeah. Th- those are like old lady bathing they suits. They are. <laughs> they really are. If you, yeah, they're all one pieces, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're but high they cut. Really they're smoking. high cut. Yeah. yeah. So they go up. But if you go to any beach or any pool now. Anywhere. I mean, they're basically just straight. They're high cut. They're thong. There's barely anything in the front. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Nothing, but you better wax those butt cheeks because now you got to show them off. Apparently, yeah. I, I, I think what, her though, bathing suit should be like in a in a museum or something. That's a, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying really that should go to the Smithsonian. I don't know about the Smithsonian. I think it should be at the Center for Disease Control. But, <laughs> tell you the truth. Oh, now, hey, I just think that's one of those. I that's one of those famous outfits. Yeah. Everybody knows what that bathing yeah, suit that is. is. Yeah. I think that's a that's one of those things that she should she should. Donate. Television history. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I, mean, I guess, but I, I think it's the jacket that Hasselhoff. I mean, that's who. That's the guy. Hasselhoff's the guy. No, not the Pam Hoff, Anderson. Man. The Hoff is the guy. The Hoff, baby. Cares about Pam Anderson. 
Sure, but when you think of Baywatch, you think of the red bathing suits. You just do. Pam Anderson. You just do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bonus, bonus story for you. This is exciting. Dictionary.com is out with some new words and terms that they're adding to the online dictionary. 566 of them, as a matter of fact. They include coffee nap is one. I didn't know what that was. It's when you take a nap, even though you've just had a cup of coffee. Every day. I do that every day. Listen to this. Shower orange. This is when you peel and eat an orange in the shower. Is that that's a that's thing? A thing. Apparently so. And Blur's Day, it seems like all your days are running together. What day is it? Blur's Day. Blur's Day. That's okay. Pr- I hadn't heard any of these, that's but pretty uh, funny. Yeah. Dictionary.com. Having a coffee nap right now, apparently. No laughs, all coffee naps. Shower or I'm just I'm still stewing on shower orange. This is a thing that people are doing. Well, They're eating oranges in the shower. I imagine there are people who eat breakfast in the shower. What do you so. do with the peel? Right down the drain. It doesn't go down the drain. <laughs> doesn't go down. I, don't, I have no idea. No so, idea. No, I'm seriously, I, I want to know. Pe- pe- people are eating oranges in the shower? Right, fine. If you've done this, if this is a thing, if you're familiar with it, if your kids know about it. I want to know. Text us 732-774-4444, please. I mean, I... I, I, I'm just blown. I mean, I could see how the aroma would be nice in the shower. I'm just yeah. wondering, like, what? It, I'm blown away by this. This is a thing. You'd be fine. Okay, it's in the dictionary. This You'll is, be fine. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. Poll for National Grandparents Day yesterday found the most popular nicknames for grandparents. Okay, good. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this because the, the kids have got like 15 different grandparents because everybody talk about divorce and whatever. Okay. This grandparents got divorced, parents divorced. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of people. And they got, they got Mima and Hee Haw. They got Goopy and Poopy. They got uh, Popsy Coo. And I mean, it's ridiculous. I called my grandfather grandpa. I called my grandmother Graham and my other grandmother grandma. But apparently this is the thing where you get all these different names. Nana and Papa are number one alternative nicknames. Mm-hmm. Granny, Granddad come in number two, followed by Gramps and Graham. Uh, Bubby is a little farther down the list. Sure. And it goes on from there. What is your opinion oh. on this? I think it's cute. I like that they have different names. Why? Why? I mean, everybody called Mom and Dad. Well, because you only have Graham one. and Grandpa. You only have one mom or dad, but you can have multiple grandparents, like you said. So it's yeah. good to have different names for each of them so that when you're speaking about them, you know who you're talking about. I mean, in theory, yes, but when you're a 25-year-old, you're like, oh, my poopa just, uh, you know, but that's turning not 90. Weird. It that's sounds, not weird. It, it's re- stupid. It's not. I still call my grandfather Poppy, even though he's been See? dead for years. Yeah. It's that's not weird. What do the kids call you, Joe? Pa. Well, see, Pa is fine. That's grandpa right. is an abbreviation that's, for yeah. grandpa. That makes yeah, sense. A, that's old Irish pa. Yeah. So he the, so and then and then um what do you call? They call Marianne Mimi, which is, you know, what people call her. Hate yeah, it. the and kids then, have a um, Mimi too. Hate it. Yeah, and then but then um um Brad Brad and uh, Connor's mom is grandma. Mm-hmm. I'm pa. And then on the other side, I forget what they call them. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, but they're yeah, all different, but, right? So yeah, you they're know all different. Yes, five, five it, different names. That's what you have to do. See, I would call my paternal grandmother, God rest her soul, grandma. But then my uncle's uh, kids, my cousins, they all called her Nana. And so she responded to two of her names because in my family, we're like, it's not Nana. It's grandma and grandpa. That's what it is. Period. Explanation point. So today, it bugs me. And the kids talk about Mima and Hoo-Ha. And I just think it's weird. It's not Hoo-Ha. I don't know say that they uh, call their grandparents Hoo-Ha. I, I, I don't think it's Hoo-Ha. No. It's not. It's Pappy. They say Pappy. Yeah. Oh, Pappy. <laughs> Hoo-Ha is a whole different thing. I'd also like to point out that when I had Lola, my mom did not want to be called Grandma. She was mm. very adamant. She wanted to be called Aunt Dawn. 
And so now that's brilliant. I like that a lot. <laughs> so we compromised on Grandma Dawn, but it took about three years of convincing her to go with Grandma Dawn. Yeah, why not just Dawn? She, There's nothing wrong with that. There are some teachers that let their kids call them by first name. That's, why not? That's what she wanted. She was like, she can. They can either Lola can either call me uh, Aunt Dawn or just Dawn. I was like, she's not call your granddaughter's not calling you Dawn. No, I think that's fine. I'm with it. As usual, I sometimes I think that my mother in law is my soulmate because her and I just <laughs> seem to do, we seem to agree on everything. Okay, so I don't know if we get along great or if we'd kill each other if we were left alone for a week. I just don't know. Number one, the Wall Street Journal says that there's a shortage of laxatives in America coming. Not because of any kind of supply chain issue, any kind of factory issue. It's because Americans are now overusing laxatives, you know, buying like 20 boxes at a time instead of eating fruits and vegetables. The amount of people eating fruits and vegetables on a regular basis to keep their system regulated has dropped, according to one survey, by 25% cited here in the Wall Street Journal. Mm. Man, you know we get a problem in this country when they're talking about laxatives in the pages of the WSJ. Well... Eat your fruits and vegetables, for the love of God. Laxatives are cheaper. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberries are like eleven ninety nine. They're very expensive. A container these days. Monday, yeah. world famous celebrity birthday file. Ludicrous, forty six. Taraji oh. P Henson, fifty three. Harry Connick Jr. Moby celebrates today. Tommy Shaw from Sticks and uh, director Brian De Palma. He's a guy that did the first Mission Impossible. He did Scarface, Carrie. He's eighty three today. It is National Make Your Bed Day, mm. and of course, the National Day of Remembrance. It is Patriots Day, celebrating the heroes of this great nation, this great republic, in which we are all very fortunate to live. Yes, absolutely. Happy Patriots Day. But and Patriots what, Day in Massachusetts is different, right? That is true. Isn't that in the spring? That's, that's true, yes. Patriots Day is, uh, I think it has to do with, uh, well, I don't know, I don't want to get into all of that, but yes. It is two different things, but National Patriots Day. Again, not a federal holiday, although we were in no. the news we were mentioning there's some local officials even here that are trying to get it turned into a state or national holiday. But mm. the uh, the they term, have, um, go ahead, I'm sorry, the term that they use in these, you know, the National Day of. I mean, there's all kinds. There's Hamburger Day and all these sort of things they call yeah, today yeah, National yeah, yeah, Patriot yeah. Day or National Day of Remembrance. Right, yeah. right. Because Patriots Day is the day they have the marathon and then the Red Sox play like at 11 in the morning or something. That's right. Yeah. But I believe it has to do with something with the revolution and all of that, where oh, the name yeah, came sure from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it does. Yeah. yeah. But still, Patriots Day. Also, what's the Wall Street Journal reporting on this morning? Laxatives. Laxatives. So, sure. clearly everything going great in this country. <laughs> A lot to do, as you know, today, the first day of the high-low free money game. We'll start pumping out the cash. You know the deal on this? So the uh, cash jackpot will end in seven. Yes. It is no lower than $107, no higher than $1,007. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a number ending in seven somewhere in between. So it could be $117. It could be $997. It could be $1,007. It could be 107 Okay. You got to get it exactly and you will win all the money. But if you get it wrong, we'll tell you if you're too high or too low. And then you start keeping track and we'll narrow it down and we'll figure this out. And then we'll keep doing cash jackpots till we give away a bunch of money. And Big Boss Bob starts yelling at me about blowing a budget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which he did this morning in an email. We'll discuss that later. Super so anyhow, <laughs> first of four chances to play today, we will do it this hour at six. We'll do it at nine. We'll do it at one and five. We do it every day. Starting today at 6, 9, 1, and 5, the high-low free money game is coming. we got dinner out for you. $100 gift card. Go see our buddy Chef Mike in Seaside Park. Ooh. The ABG, the Atlantic Bar and Grill, will okay. do that. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Today, being a Patriot Day, being the anniversary of 9-11, usually on a Monday we do Dead Guy in the Envelope. And w- with vacations and holidays and everything, we haven't all been together on Monday in like three or four weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we will pu- put it off till tomorrow because I just yeah. felt 
gross about doing such yeah, a thing today. I mean, again, I, I said I wanted to have a silly show and try and keep everything light, but I can't do that. Yeah, I just I don't feel right about it. So I hope you don't. I know you're used to Dead Guy in the Envelope Monday. We're moving it to tomorrow. We're doing a special Tuesday Dead Guy in the Envelope. So a special Monday <laughs> edition of the Backwards Holding. All right. I For like that. a chance that. to win the Chef Mike's gift card. We'll do that about 710 this morning. We got a he said. She said. At 750. We'll do the Fast Five. Birthdays are on the way. Oh, uh, we'll talk to Cedric the Entertainer, Ooh, one of the the original yes. kings of comedy, for the love of God. And he's got a brand new book out, so we'll talk to him about that. Very interesting guy, I'm told. More than just a comedian. Very funny. So we'll pick though. his brain uh, in a couple minutes here and talk about his new book. And I also want to know where he got that name, Cedric the Entertainer. Mm, I bet there's a good story behind that. Yeah. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you get an event you want us to share, if you're a local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, send it in. We do them every morning about 620 and 835. You can text us 732-774-4444. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it at the website. That's 1071theboss.com. And we share them every morning. Uh, Boss Roadie's going to be on the move. We had a couple of these events over this past weekend at uh, different wine outlet locations around mm-hmm. the area. We got one more. This is going to be Friday in Wall, starting at 4 with Redemption Whiskey and Josh Wines. It'll be at the wine outlet in Wall, 4 o'clock, and the Boss Roadie's will be there with your chance to win passes to the See Here Now Music Festival, another ticket blitz. Like I said, we had a bunch over the weekend, including yes. at Dr. Lombardi's, mm-hmm. and we'll be doing it again this Friday afternoon, starting at 4. That's September the 15th. See here now. Uh, let's see. South Amboy Arts Alliance Art Fest is happening Sunday, September the 24th from 11 to 4 at the Transit Plaza in South Amboy. Artists, performers, local vendors, food trucks, and a whole lot more. And if you'd like to be a vendor, there's still time to participate. So contact them, get more info. South Amboy Arts Alliance on Facebook. Just search them for more details. De-stress with dogs for teens. <gasps> Oh, fun. Thursday night, Tom's River Branch Library, uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I should say Thursday afternoon. Teens are welcome to drop into the teen zone at the library, relax, and play with therapy dogs. My guess is they've got Bop Magazine there in the teen zone. They still make that. I don't know. It's still a thing. Trying to think of what they might have in the teen zone. Probably cushions for them to hang out on their phone. You got 17 Magazine and Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom is still a thing. I (laughs) do know that. I do know that. Are you there, God? It's it's yes. me, Robbie. I've had too much to drink again. Can you please help me? Please, God. Get out of the teen center, Robbie. Get out of the teen center. <laughs> the OceanCountyLibrary.org for all the details. You sound like a real creep, you know that? <laughs> and the 39th Barnegat Bay Boat Festival is happening Saturday morning, starting at 8. Free admission and parking. 40-plus boats expected. Marine vendors, too. Marine artists. Uh, there'll be the marketplace, antique and classic cars. And a whole lot more if you want more info. Or, again, if you want to be a vendor, you can still contact them. Barnegat Bay BoatFestival.com for the 411 as the kids say. And there you are, a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Tonight, on Monday Night Football, the Bills and the 2.5-point underdog Jets clash in a game with an over-under 45.5 combined points. Will Josh Allen attempt over-under 30 passes? Will the Jets' defense give up over-under 21 points? Will Aaron Rodgers consume ayahuasca and hallucinate over-under four sky demons? And will I get over this gambling addiction of mine? All of those questions, except one, will be answered tonight on Monday Night Football. Hi, Lou. Play for some free money. Line number 10. Hey, boss. How are you? How are you? I'm pretty good. Still early, but I'm good. I understand. Well, hey, listen, you're calling number 10, so you're going to be the very first contestant on this season of the high-low free money game. All right. Let's go for it. All right. What's your name? 
Carrie. Carrie, here's how it goes. It's a jackpot ending in seven. It's somewhere between 107 and 1,007. If you guess it exactly, the money is all yours. What do you think? Um, I'll go with 427 $427 is too low. Too Ooh, low. All right. So we Thank know it's you. higher than $427. We'll give you a boss prize pack. We'll get your boss shirt out in the mail. So hang in the line. I'll get all your info, okay? Sure. Your next chance at the cash jackpot at nine. We'll do it every day at six, nine, one, and five, nine. Your next chance to guess, 427, too low. Now over to the celebrity hotline. You know him as one of the original kings of comedy, movie star, TV star. He does it all. Good morning, Cedric the Entertainer. Hey, good morning, all is well. I'm glad to be talking to you. I'm excited for you. You have a new book out. God, you've done it all. I mean, you're one of the kings of comedy, of course, but you've never written a book before, but now you've changed that. It's called Flipping Boxcars, and I guess it was inspired in part by some of the stories of your family, about your grandfather. Cedric, tell us about this book. Yeah, you know, I, I was really motivated, you know, from my mom telling me stories about her dad uh, who had passed before I was even born. And, you know, I just kind of noticed that, you know, in, in some of her descriptions, I had a lot of his same behaviors and mannerisms and, uh, of course, dress style and thought that that was, you know, interesting. So I would often, you know, feel very connected to this man that I'd never met and that made me have, you know, great imaginations of about who he was and what his days were like. And so I started to develop it as a TV show. You know, I've been producing TV for the last, you know, Five, ten years, ten years or so. Sure. And so that actually motivated the book. When the, you know, when the book opportunity came, I was like, "Oh, I could tell this in a long novel form and create this world and take my time to really shape the world." And really happy way the book turned out, man. I'm really excited for people to get a chance to read it. I've seen some uh, excerpts from it. You really do create a, a vivid world. It's one of those deals where you write something and I can picture exactly what you're trying to say. So it's really, really well done. Now, they called your grandfather the Babe, right? Where did he get that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Floyd Boyce. Everybody called him Babe. Boyce, uh, he was you know, well-known. He was you know, popular. Uh, you know, he was a, you know, a gambler and a, a bootlegger but also like the facto mayor of the black side of town. He was, you know, he, he was hooked into politics, uh, you know, in this riverboat city in the 1940s. So he was a guy that was a mover and a shaker trying to figure out how to, you know, get himself out of poverty and, 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 and take his family to the next level. Well, like you say, I can imagine this also is a television show, so I have to imagine that that has crossed your mind because you, you do paint quite an interesting picture of this world in which uh, he lived, and like you say, a lot of this based on real stuff. Uh, so I guess I wonder, did you learn anything about your family, about your grandfather, about the, the time and the place he lived that you didn't know before as you were preparing this book? Yeah, you know, we had to do a lot of research and just kind of understand in that, you know, one, the, the, the true racial climate in which he, you know, he had, he lived, uh, the fact that he, you know, he did like do things like get a fire truck for the black side of town. Like these were stories that we were able to kind of dig up and, you know, uh, he used, you know, he knew some, some state senators that was used to gamble and drink and, you know, and need his alcohol. And he used his, you know, his, his favor and his, the, the, his resources to be able to do things for other folks. So these were things that we discovered, his relationship with the, the sheriff in the town, that they actually were these, you know, secret business partners. Because, again, the sheriff was a white guy, and they were of the same age, but there was a relationship that they knew each other from when they were kids, and they kind of kept that part quiet. Uh, so they would do business together. Nobody understood, like, why my grandfather 
they had the right to carry a gun in town and all these kind of things without being, you know, an official licensed officer. So uh, these were things that we discovered in our research that we thought were great. I tell you, not to get too heavy, but I'll tell you, you look through history, and it seems like just about everything. Yeah, has the, race relations are involved in just about everything that has happened throughout the course of our history in this country. And I think maybe people don't stop and think about that as a way for us to move forward and to be better about how it's affected so much it's come before. I'm sure that you were thinking of that as you're writing this. Indeed, that was one of the crazy motivations about like him is that once I kind of realized that we were a lot the same, you know, like people that dream big and wanted to do a number of things and, you know, wasn't really, uh, didn't see ourselves in one particular box. I realized that, you know, this is literally two generations later that his grandson actually could do the things that freely and have the the opportunity and access to do these things freely that he dreamed of. And so, you know, you know, you may say, you know, he's a person you think about lived in America post World War Two, but then once you travel outside the country, you had a chance to live in France for a little bit, and huh. you come back into a racial society. You kind of say, "I don't see myself like that no more." You can't put me back in a box because I already know these other things exist in the world, and I think that that was one of the things that I really wanted to kind of like describe in the story and show that. And, you know, and, and encourage other people to kind of look at their family lineage and and realize where they they get some of these things that are kind of naturally in their DNA. They don't know where it comes from, but you know, you may be strong willed. You may be a person with a quick wit. You'll come to find out that you know that 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 particular skill set that gene travels through your family. You know, like that that's you know you're 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 the only one who's speak your mind and let people know what's going on so, yeah. or, you know, so that's, that's what I thought was unique about the space that uh, that my grandfather and I we parallel each other so much but I've never really had a chance to sit down and talk to him and hear it from him well it's a it's a pretty neat thing to be able to explore an important person in the in your family in this way again the book is called Flipping Boxcars Cedric before I let you go I'm sure you've talked about this before but I've never heard you tell the story uh, where does uh, we're having such a serious conversation I gotta ask you a comedy question where did your name Cedric the Entertainer come from when did you first use it Where did, how'd you think of it I mean the name kind of comes back and it really was a story where uh, I was performing in St. Louis it was a, a comedy club uh, you know, I was popular. People kind of knew who I was just because I could come on the radio every now and then. And I used to just perform by Cedric. And, and then um, the guy was introducing all the comedians, one of the, you know, the owner of the club. He would go, this next comedian, this next comedian. But because to fill up my time, I would sing songs, I would do poems, I would do dance routines. I just wasn't comfortable being called a comedian. So I told <laughs> the guy to call me an entertainer. Don't call me a comedian. And he introduced me as Cedric the Entertainer. I went up, I had a great show. And when I got off, I had a standing ovation. And he called me Cedric the Entertainer again. And I just kept it. That was the name. The rest is history. That's a great story. I'd never heard that before. Well, Cedric, I have tremendous respect for you. It's great to talk to you. And again, the book is called uh, Flipping Boxcars. Thank you for being on. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Man, that's a smart guy right there. Yeah, what an interesting guy. Flipping Boxcars. Cedric the Entertainer. Joe, I got some big news for you this morning. What do you got? We have come down to the uh, finalist level of the Asbury Park Press Best of New Jersey. 1071 The Boss is uh, one of the three finalists for Best Radio Station. Oh, three pro- finalists. This program, Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning, a finalist for Best Radio Show. 
Awesome. <laughs> I well, thought there was more coming. No, you're you're part of the show, so I thought. Uh, oh, no, 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 yeah. Who but, who else? Who are the other ones? All right. So in the radio station category, and listen, I thought that they just picked a winner because I knew that it was November that we find out. But what they do is now they've narrowed it down based on reader votes and people going on their website and voting down to the final three, and then we all get invited to a big gala, and they announce the winner what? there. So we know the the final the final yeah. winner there. It's going to happen uh, in November. That's what I'm told. Anyway, go ahead. So the uh, the top three radio stations are us. So it's 1071 The Boss, that point station, and uh, 101.5 are the top three radio stations. So All we've right. already uh, edged out the uh, the gerbil. What do they call it? The rat? The gerbil. The rat. Yeah, yeah. So they're out of the way. And then we've already edged out Big Joe. And let me tell you, that took a lot of work to push him out of the way. Big Joe's out. So it's us, Kane. Big Joe is out. Big Joe's out. It's us and Kane. So listen, that's, that's a win-win. There's a pretty good chance here that it's somebody from this radio station. And if Kane wins, that's great. I love Kane. Yes. Uh, Who's and, the other one? And then it's Robin, the, uh, the rockin' bird, I think she calls herself. Don't know. Exactly. Don't know what that is. Not aware of her body of work. Exactly. So I think we get a pretty good chance of uh, the show, or at least Kane winning, so somebody from the station winning, and I think we have a fairly good chance of the radio station winning. I did not see uh, Ocean County, because uh, Nick was nominated for South Jersey for Best Weatherman, but I went through the list, I didn't see his name there, mm. so our buddy Nick may not have made it through. There's a bunch of people from News 12 and from WNBC that uh, made it for weather people. But anyway, that's a big deal, right? So thank you. Sure, Th- thank yeah. you, Thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. If thank you voted you for so us, we, we appreciate that. But more importantly, you voted for the radio station. That's what really matters. So I really, uh, it'd be nice for us to win. It'd be fine if Kane won. That'd be great. But we really want this radio station to win because uh, we're really proud of the work that we do here. So if you uh, voted at Asbury Park Press's website, app.com, thank you. And God bless that's you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pretty good, right? And we get to go yeah. to a gala. I've got to go rent myself a tuxedo, apparently. Go to we, a gala. we got to go to this gala oh, event. As I mentioned, uh, the guy that works you over at 101... Oh, it's free. Free to attend if you're a person no, who's... No, 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 no. Who, who's, who's, who's paying for the tuxedos? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know about that. <laughs> I guess I could just get them and expense them and just hope for the best. There you go. I don't know that you need to... I don't know that you need a, a tuxedo. That seems a little over the top. You think a sport yeah, jacket's uh, enough? Uh, I gotta tell you something. There's nothing I hate more than wearing a tuxedo. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's that kind of gala. Are you? They describe it as a gala event. Doesn't that sound like a black tie event? I mean, I'm looking at the venue, and I'm not going to name the venue because I'm not going to. But I don't think you need to wear a tuxedo. <laughs> what is it? A Denny's? I mean, <laughs> oh no, I gotta look. Oh, no, it's not a Denny's. All right, fine. No, fine. It's, it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad place. I just don't think it's a place that you wear a tuxedo. Well, good. To. Listen, I don't want to wear a tuxedo. I'm a Joe. I'd be, I don't really even want to wear a sport jacket. I'd be fine going in shorts. No, I don't think you should wear, well, it's going to be November, right, so well, I don't think you should wear shorts, all right. but I don't think that a tuxedo yeah. is necessary. <laughs> I think you could just, I, I think it's as business casual as the dress attire. But here's the thing, it's going to be kind of a, a Hadfield-McCoy, West Side Story situation, because as I mentioned, not only do we have our, the competition that of course we would have with that point station, the guy that runs it, uh, he and I have history, so this could be a little weird. I haven't seen him since. Uh, oh, is he going to be there? I would think so, because he runs both 101.5 and the Ew. point station. That little weasel Brian. <laughs> who fired me four years, five years ago. So hmm. <laughs> that's going to be weird. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, I kind of like the guy, but <laughs> he's really not a bad guy. I just, you know, he he chose him over me. And so I guess I can understand that. But mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. but for that reason, it'll be a little strange to see him in person. You know, I haven't seen him in, since since it all blew up. Yeah. So it'll be kind of weird, right? It'll be okay. It'll, it, the nice thing about that is it won't be a one-on-one situation. There's lots yeah. of other people there. So you can just say your hello and... How have things been? And then walk away. Yeah. Walk away. He sent us a wedding gift and Rochelle did not send a thank you because he fired me right about the same time. I actually <laughs> threw the gift away. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> I shouldn't say. I shouldn't make it well, sound. This like should be fun. Shouldn't make it sound like he. Uh, <laughs> he just said this. You know, you should. We'll pay you. Get out. That's really what he said. So is that being fired? That's not really being fired, right? No, not really. No, you weren't really fired. <clears throat> yeah, he just said, "Here's a check. Go. Mm-hmm. We hate you." And that's yeah. listen. I Joe said that when we've been over for dinner at the house. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking for this thing on app.com. I can't find. I it. can send, send Joe it. the I'll, link. I'll yeah. send it to you. I'll tell you who okay. was on top so, of it is our buddy Kane. He was ready to go. He's pumped. And I'd be really happy if he won. I really would. Doesn't have to be us. He can win. Yeah, oh, no, I've... you wouldn't. It would kill you. <laughs> no, I'm. He's part of it our. It would kill you. Um... It would absolutely kill you if Kane won. No, I'd be upset if the other station won. I don't want that point station to win. That's that's what I really care about. It'll be mm. fine if he wins. It's okay. Mm. That mm. um, I'm trying to see that that Robin girl. I think is from that Muskrat the, station, the Gerbil station, yeah, yeah or whatever that is. I yeah. never heard of her. Muskrat station. <laughs> they play Muskrat Love on a loop over there. <laughs> uh, no, they don't play that. I don't know what that is. I just sent it to you, Joe. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. I am looking now. <laughs> Needless to say, we'll have more on this as it develops. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Being the self-involved jerks that we are. Doesn't it sound it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. It's cocktail casual, okay? Cocktail casual. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. We're running late here. Log integrity, baby. Here's the winners announced. I'm looking nope. to see where it's going to be. No, winners announced. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just dying to see where it's going to be. Oh, here it is. Bambit doesn't say. I can't. Right, <laughs> Am I making you uncomfortable today? I feel like I'm making you uncomfortable. Am I too huh? much today? Am I making you uncomfortable today? Am I too much? Is that what's going on? No, no, no. No, you're not making me. No, no, no. I just, you know, between uh, talking about Germans and hoo-hahs, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, you put it that way. Maybe. I- <laughs> you know, it's a little, a little much maybe, but it's all right. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Joe. It's he said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Why, yes, it is. We were just talking about that story. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes under investigation for uh, allowing people to take, well, I don't even know, but uh, being infiltrated by people who are taking money uh, from studios, PR firms, trying to up the score Mm -hmm. of movies on there. Rotten Tomatoes score. So got us thinking this morning, what do you think is the most overrated movie of all time? Now, maybe as all the critics said it was great. Maybe it won 15 Academy Awards. Maybe everybody who seemed to go see it except you, all your friends loved it. You don't get it. What's the most overrated movie of all time, you just don't think it's that good. You can't imagine it would be that good. Maybe you haven't even seen it. You're like, I don't get what all the hype is about. I'll tell you one that comes to mind for me, and mm-hmm. I think it's the highest grossing movie is Avatar. I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Have I you s- ever seen it? No, but I've seen it? some bits and pieces here and there of the first one. Yeah. It's like, I mean, okay, I can, I, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, no, it is. But there, it's the highest grossing movie of all time? Who cares? <sighs> yeah. It's, it's a cartoon about blue people in the woods. I mean, I just don't it's understand. It's not a cartoon. But yes, I mean, all right. It's a CGI movie. CGI movie. I mean, it's got Sigourney Weaver. That's about all it's got going for it, if you ask me. <laughs> She's a fine actress, but yes, <laughs> but I don't get it. There's so much hype with it. There's a whole land at Disney World about Avatar. I don't, I don't understand well, that at all. The first one, I think, was so huge because it was one. The, of the second f- one was the highest grossing well, movie I, internationally. The first one was so huge because I think it was the first of its kind that used that kind of CGI and that technology, and so it was a, it was hyped up because of that and the type yeah. that it used. And the second one took 10 years to make. And so it, 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 and I have to be honest, I saw the second one kind of begrudgingly because the kids wanted And you to loved it. it. I thought it was great. And I didn't really like the first one. Yeah. So I thought the second one was better than the first. Well, how do you answer this question, though? Most overrated movie. <sighs> this is hard for Ever. me because I really like movies. Yeah, you have a very low bar for I have a low bar for movies. But for me, uh-huh. it would have to be any film done by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, you hate Quentin. Hate him. I don't get it. I don't, I know that they, he has like a cult like 
following. Yeah. And I've seen several of his films. I've tried. I'll tell you the I truth. I mean, I've seen uh, you know most of them. Pulp Fiction comes to mind. That's probably his Kill most famous. Bill, Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Th- those like, are all just, good, but I don't know that there are these masterpieces I mean, that they get made out to be. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't. I've. I've tried. I just stopped watching them th- no. at this point. I know there was that Hollywood one that you went to see with Leonardo DiCaprio, who oh, I Oh, yeah, I Once like, Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. Which I really like as an actor, but I don't even want to see it because Quentin Tarantino is involved in it. So mm. it, just, it just completely turns me off. So I just, him as an actor, to me, is completely overrated. There I you go. The most it. overrated movie of all time. You see what we're talking about here. What do you say? Huh? What say you, sir? 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, same number, or on Facebook. We'll get to those next year. He said, she said, most overrated movie of all time. Thank you for listening. I want to say congratulations again to uh, Joe Yanuzzi. Joe is in Parlin this morning, and he managed to pick up a $100 gift card to Chef Mike's ABG in Seaside Park. A nice little, that's almost like a little staycation for him. He's up in Parlin. He's going all the way down to uh, Seaside Park. Yeah. Enjoy a little night out on us. He got the backwards oldie Monday edition. Which was that girl by Stevie Wonder? No winner, uh, first chance. We played a uh, high, low, free money game. We'll mm-hmm. play again at nine. We're doing it every day at the six nine a.m. one five p.m. Mm-hmm. It's a jackpot ending in seven, somewhere between one hundred seven and one thousand seven. If you heard that first guess, you know it was too low. But hopefully, mm-hmm. you're listening, so you know exactly what it is because we're yes. going to play again after nine for another chance at the money. Talking movies this morning. In our he said, she said, there's a big deal going on about. Rotten Tomatoes being infiltrated, people buying uh, fan votes for the movies. <laughs> so what do you think is the most overrated movie of all time, whether or not it's a word of mouth or the critics or the Academy or whoever? Most overrated movie of all time. Deanna said Forrest Gump, love Tom Hanks, but don't get this one. I would agree with that. Really? Didn't like that movie at all. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good soundtrack, though. All right. Good all soundtrack. Right. And I love Tom Hanks, but I thought the movie was, it, it left me feeling like, Ugh, I'm glad that's over. Okay. Really? Interesting. Text from 8218 said the original Top Gun, I found it pretty boring and dull. Well, you stop listening to the show and go away. Wow. <laughs> Can't be friends. Oh, wow. Although Maverick is even better than the original. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm president of the Tom Cruise, the middle-aged Tom yes, Cruise fan are. fan club. Here, you and Mallory can be friends. She said, La La Land, the plot was boring and predictable. The script was mediocre. And while Ryan Gosling has sung in the past, isn't a singer and definitely not a dancer. And Emma Stone was just terrible all the way around. Awful movie. I agree. That movie totally sucked in <laughs> most of all because... Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosling can't, can't sing. sing. Although, no, we he's, did, he's we, not bad as Ken right. in the Barbie movie. <laughs> Text from 7200 said, Titanic, I'm not interested in any movie that needed to be split up in two VHS tapes. <laughs> I have not sat through all of Titanic. I know you love the movie, but you have to admit the hype was just crazy stupid. Listen, I was a, I was a kid when it came out. Oh, yeah. so I, That's right, because you you're only 28. Yes. <laughs> And also, I was a kid, yes, but I, I and I was a huge fan of Leo. It's fine. I just think that was the movie overhyped, overrated. Probably. Yes, yeah. absolutely. They made such and a it to was do. so long, yeah. and they split the tapes right during the sex scene. Like that's where the tapes are split. Why did you do that? You know exactly why they did that. Just to make every kid uncomfortable watching it at home with their parents. Ridiculous. Right after. Anyway, Matt said, every Christmas I have to deal with people talking about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like, all right, it's fine, but it's not as good as everyone thinks. I would probably agree with that. But having said it, I, I went through a period, and I loved Chevy Chase. Loved him on Saturday Night Live. Loved him. Mm-hmm. But I went through a period where I, I thought the movie, I'm like, I don't get this. And now I've come to love it. 
I, I so it's one of those it. movies where you watch it and you're like, sure, it's not great. But the more you watch it, the more yeah. you create memories yes. watching it, and then you come to like it. Yeah. It's so definitely. now, like, I have memories of us, uh, you know, having uh, eggnog for the first mm-hmm. time, putting up the tree, and then sitting back admiring our work and putting that movie on. Yeah. Now I like it. Yeah. So I think it's funny. There are some movies that aren't necessarily great that just. You know, give you a happy memory for whatever reason Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Uh, just get a note here from uh, Tito Pony Brian, who, believe it or not, has an, a, a real earnest answer. He's not being snarky this morning. Tito okay. Pony Brian says, Star Wars. He said, I was 10 years old when the first one came out in the 70s, and I thought it was a waste of my $2.33, so I haven't seen any of them since. Not a Star Wars fan. I would agree with him. You don't like Star Wars? No, I do like Star Wars, especially the first couple, you know, the original trilogy. They're a lot of fun. But, I mean, are they overrated? Are they overhyped? Yeah, sure they are. There's okay. people that they, they think it's a religion, you know? It's a little ridiculous. I agree with that. Nice. Most overrated movie of all nice. time. Uh, what say you? Well, uh, all eyes on that hurricane. Hurricane Lee, still worried about that. But most of the tracks are saying that it is staying out to sea for the most part, causing some rip mm-hmm. currents and some maybe some beach erosion, which is not great, but you know, not a direct impact anywhere. Yeah. At least not yet. And yes. I think if they had any possibility of frightening us to keep watching the Weather Channel, if Jim Cantori <laughs> had any chance of booking a flight to New Brunswick, uh, not this New Brunswick, the one up in Canada, right. then, it, you know, I he think... Would. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. I feel fairly calm that... That's you know, good. The, the hurricane is not happening because I, I was pretty nervous about it the other day. As yeah. long as our coworker doesn't come crashing in. No, no, he wants a day off. You made you made an excellent point about that. <laughs> Talking movies today, there's a story trending. Rotten Tomatoes may have been infiltrated by PR firms as people buying likes, buying favorable reviews of movies. So it got us thinking, what do you think is the most overrated movie film of all time? Christine said Jerry Maguire. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a nice movie. It's a good movie. But was it overhyped? Yeah. See, I think it's tough because there's a fine line between overrated and overhyped. Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of publicity. Everybody's talking about mm-hmm. it. People just kind of buy because the media is talking about yeah. it. You, just, you, you hear about it, and it seems like a bigger deal than it really should be or could be or, or is. Yeah. That's what well, the, Rob said. The interview, it was so hyped up. Then I saw it, and it was a total dud. The interview? Yeah. Was that the one with uh, James Franco where he goes to yes. North Korea or yeah. something? It was weird. Yeah, we saw that. It was stupid. It was weird. all right. It was fine. Seth Rogen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen. Text from 7190 said the notebook, the whole idea behind the drama is that the story is so manipulative. Let's give her dementia. That'll make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To be fair, the notebook is a book. It's yeah. not a movie. No, so. there's a movie notebook. James Garner. No, in. I know, but the book, the movie is based on the the Nicholas Sparks book. Yeah. So it's not the movie that did that. It's Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, what a jerk. Did that, so. Shelley what said, a jerk Nicholas Parks is. Shelley said, Shakespeare in Love. It beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture and Gwyneth Paltrow won Best Actress over Kate Blanchett's performance in Elizabeth. Outrageous. <laughs> oh, okay. Outrageous. Wow. I, listen, I don't, I don't care, but that's a, I just appreciate your strong opinion about something seemingly so trivial. Outrageous. <laughs> you, sir, are outrageous. <laughs> Elizabeth, my queen. <laughs> And not the one that just died, the like the 1500s Elizabeth. That's what that movie's about. Right. Text from 5111 said, The Irishman. I get it. It's Martin Scorsese with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. But the film is slow, long, and heavy. Yeah. No. I, don't, I haven't really disagreed with anybody except for Top Gun. I can't disagree. 
It was a long movie. It was very long. I think we, we took like... Four breaks. Yeah, we took a long time to watch it. You get a director's cut, you know? You, yeah, you had to. It was very long. It was very, very long. You know what was actually good? was that director's version of the Justice League, the superhero movie. I thought it was better than the, the theater one. Also very long. But, but that yes, one, we, I, it went, I we flew right by in yeah, four hours. It you know? was really good. All right, you get the idea. We'll keep it going on Facebook if you still want to answer. What's the most overrated movie of all time? Your he said. She said.